Hey coaches, this is Coach Parker with Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk Podcast. I'm going to be your host today, also uh, over at coachparker.org. Hit me up over there. Uh, Today we've got a uh, new uh, podcast episode uh, in the Keys to Fun Success and Winning uh, series for training new youth football coaches. This is preparing for your first game. I wrote a blog post article about this uh, a few, uh, I guess about a year ago now and reposted it and got a lot of uh, people saying they liked it. So I thought I would turn it into a podcast, video podcast and so forth. So uh, before we get into it, please subscribe to the channel. If you get a chance, hit that like, share, comment, all that good stuff on your podcast service or on YouTube. I'd really appreciate it. Please subscribe. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, preparing for your first game. Uh, my thoughts on that. Uh, and these are in no particular order or anything. Just trying to get stuff out to you guys. So uh, let's see. I would say first games are always kind of tricky. Uh, one, you know, if you've got a new team, you don't know really how your guys are going to play. Yeah, you've scrimmaged, but game situation is always different everybody's nerves are up and your nerves are up their nose are up and so forth you haven't scouted them probably don't know uh what that's going to look like and full game you know you've got referees now that are calling penalties and fans and all this so they're they're always kind of tricky uh like i said your nerves are higher everybody's nerves are higher uh, so stay calm. Uh, you'll see if you see pictures of me sometimes on my blog, and if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you'll see I write fun. I've always done that. I write fun uh, on my hands and smiley faces on the top of my hands, uh, just so I know. Hey, I'm coaching youth football players. This is an NFL Super Bowl, so stay calm. Uh, the other thing, you know, relax. You're not at work. You're on the football field. Uh, things are really good. You're probably coaching your son. So uh, what better thing than that than coaching your son and some other youth football players in the game of football that we all love. So just relax. It's not the end of the world uh, if anything bad happens. So uh, enjoy the moment with your players. Uh, the things that help me kind of to relax is... I make lists and reminders and make sure my assistant coaches and everything, uh, team parents know things before game day and who's responsible. So get all that out. Uh, I do lower my uh, perfection expectations a tad uh, for the first game. I'm kind of a perfectionist and get kind of quirky about it. And I, uh, over the years, I've learned that first games do not go well so if you go with that mindset you'll be surprised that oh this went better than expected so i play that little psychology game with myself and the one thing that i do do that's really helped um is i i try to consider it really a preseason game because i don't know if you're like our league but we don't really have too many scrimmages with refs and the whole thing going on i know some leagues will have a jamboree and they kind of have that uh but so you don't really get a preseason game. So really this first game, you kind of consider it like that to kind of work out a lot of issues. Yeah, you've scrimmaged, but game game time is a lot different. Uh, 
If you do lose, just remember, you know, in the heat of the moment, it's hard to remember this, but there's probably eight games more or seven or six and then playoffs. I mean, uh, it's not the end of the season if you lose this first game. So, of course, no one wants to lose because winning is funner. But, uh, you know, just know it's not the end of the world if you lose this first game. You want to be prepared and have fun. I mean, you you know, you can't go into the, uh, your first game not prepared. So definitely you want to do as much as you can uh, to prepare for the first game. The other thing is, is, you know, when you go into this, you want to learn from your mistakes and then make sure you practice those mistakes yourself and your players. Because I know I make mistakes, uh, you know, when I'm, calling plays or doing things or didn't see stuff. So learn from that and learn from this first game, what you're doing right and what didn't go well. Uh, and make sure, you know, what you did right, you build on and you practice those mistakes and practice. So you get those work, you get all those kinks worked out for your second game. I like to use the first game as a barometer of where I'm going to kind of stack up in the league, especially when I, when I see all the other teams play and the scores and what's that looking like. And so you kind of see yourself as a barometer. If you've had a chance to watch the other games, you'll kind of know where your team is going to fit into the league uh, there. Uh, always try to videotape the first game if you don't have a video service. Uh, I always like to tape my games, but that way you can review it in detail when you get back to your house. Because I know for me, in-game, I'm calling plays or doing things, and so it's really hard uh, to watch exactly everything uh, if it's not videotaped. Uh, did you and the team players meet your expectations? You know, when you get back, you know, why or why not when you're reviewing tape? And then also, you know, you know winning... If you set yourself up with a little bit lower expectations and you set it as a preseason game, when you actually win your first game, it's it's a really nice surprise instead of trying to you know say, I've got to win this to get into the Super Bowl. I want to be undefeated. Uh, for youth football, that's you know, that's that's a hard thing to do. So make sure that you set it up where whatever happens, it's an enjoyable experience for you and the kids. Because at the end of the day, the kids are just happy to be out there. Winning is funner, but it's not the end of the thing because we're all out there to have fun uh, playing youth football. So let's get into kind of a list, another, some more stuff I've got here. And I would say the first, off the first bat here when you're prepping for that first game is don't forget uh, special teams. Uh, that's a big deal. Uh, I don't know how many coaches, rookie coaches, will just blow off special teams and then uh, pay for it during the game. You can win and lose games on special teams in youth football. It's a big deal, and don't forget it. I can't say enough. You've got kickoff, kick return, punt return, punt, and PAT kicks, and extra point kind of things there. But really, your punt return, kickoff, and kick return are really... Uh, and make sure you've got that under control. So here we go. Before the first game, I like to get in two to three scrimmages uh, that I've already got ready and already played before that first game. And I've usually taped those and, and reviewed those for players and everything. So I, I'm trying to get 
everybody acclimated to playing at a faster speed versus and also versus hitting other players on the team which people get they get used to doing but hitting other players at the youth level kids don't really realize what's going on there so you want to get two to three scrimmages in if i can if i can i've scouted an opponent scrimmages or a league jamboree or something and if i can't do that uh scrimmage them or scouted them in a league jamboree i've asked other coaches that i may have scrimmaged or i know that have scrimmaged them and know what they're doing or have video and or i can come up with what offense and defense they're running or in what studs that they have that i need to block or tackle and so forth so you can at least get some information and that's what you should do uh, before the first game, you certainly need to know who your starters are, who are your studs, who are your subs, who are your issue players, your weakest three or four, and then, you know, who's injured or has a cold or may miss the first game. That's the other thing is, you know, who is going to miss this first game? Usually no one does, but, you know, who's on vacation kind of thing. Make sure you've got your starters and your sub, your sub depth chart ready to go and your your uh assistant coaches know that uh do you if you're in a minimum play player league do you have that plan on how you're going to sub and who they are where they're going to play when they're going to sub in and i like to have a coach that's in charge of these folks so uh make sure you've got that planned out because that's always nerve-wracking especially if they're checking before each half uh, before the half is like, you know, who's played and you don't have those guys in yet. So just just make sure you've got a plan for that. The other thing, you know, make sure offensively you firmed up your uh, risk coaches and your plays and narrowed them down to what works. And if you've been trying to get a counter in and you just keep fumbling it and running into each other, that's probably not the best play to run in the first game. So Maybe that goes off. Clean up your risk coaches, your risk coaches, and know who's going to get those risk risk coaches, and that they can read your chicken scratch. Or because uh, I I like tone down my wording where I'll move out vowels, and it's like a chicken kind of foreign language that those guys have to kind of pick up so make sure that your qbs and and guys that are have the risk coaches know how to read your foreign language chicken scratch on your risk coaches uh, make sure everybody knows signals if you're doing signals or wording nicknames and all of that good stuff and so just make sure everybody understands what's going on there starters and subs because that's a big that's a big deal uh you're only as good as your weakest leak if your subs don't know what's going on uh it's always a problem there's always an injury or somebody's got to come out so uh, make sure everybody the first team and second team folks know where they're going um let's see same thing on defense firm up everything what the schemes are what your blitz calls are i try to limit a lot of stuff for the first game because defenders play better and faster if it's simplified so i'm not trying to get too fancy in the first game i just really want to tackle 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 so uh but you should have 
uh, you know, both for offense and defense, your schemes, like what's your run defense, offense, what's your pass plays, what's your short yardage is. And then also on defense, who are the starters and subs and kind of go through that. Uh, like I said before, don't forget special teams. So I included it here again, you know, who are your hands guys for kick return? Uh, try not to put a minimum play player, your weakest guy in the front row, because I will kick to that person. Uh, who's your kicker? Did they, do you have your kicking tee? Don't forget it for game day. Do you have one? Uh, does your kick return team and punt team know how to block and know on punt that they can't go uh, until after the punt is kicked, after the ball is kicked? Uh, who has backside contain? Make sure that's not a minimum play player because I don't know how many times I've gotten burned on that one. So, yeah, go through all your stuff and make sure uh, that's all firmed up on offense, defense, special teams. Simplify, firm it up, narrow it down. What works for the first game? And that's what you kind of go with. So don't try to overdo it in the first game. Uh, you don't really need a bunch of pie-in-the-sky plays for that first game. Uh, I tell you what, this has killed me I don't know how many times, not, not just only with the first game, but don't try to stuff in last-minute additions in pregame, like a whole series or a couple of plays that this is going to get this particular tank team because that no worky and it ain't no good. I don't know how many times I've tried to stuff something in uh, on uh, pregame right before a game, uh, especially first games, and it not work. Look, if stuff's not working in practice, don't try to shove anything new down uh, into a youth football team pregame right before a game unless uh, it is so small it's not going to cause, uh, you know, everybody's already nervous and trying to remember stuff. No reason to uh, add to that. So I think you guys get that. So no last-minute additions. Uh, if you can help it. Um, make sure you have an in-game injury plan, uh, especially for your quarterback and center. If those two guys get hurt, what are you going to be doing? Because it is a nightmare when I don't have that planned out very well. Uh, I usually also try to assign a coach or parent uh, to help with my injury uh, bench. Uh, maybe a parent that's a nurse or a doctor, a physical therapist, trainer that can help out with that. That way you or your co-head coach or uh, offense defense coordinators don't have to take time away uh, to deal with that injury other than getting them off the field and finding out what's going on. But you can turn that over to somebody that is responsible and can communicate back to you what's going on. Uh, and that way you're not taken out of the game because there's been some games where I didn't have that where me as a head coach had to go deal with the injury for a quarter and that really hurts the team overall. Uh, but the, the importance is, is actually helping the player. But uh, if you've got somebody that can do that for you and is responsible for that, that's good. Hey, and you know, as always, you really want to minimize your mistakes. And that really, I'm talking about turnovers and penalties. Uh, you want to make sure that uh, for one, your snap is working both under center and in shotgun and you don't have any issues there uh, especially with your second stringers not to mention your starters but make sure your uh, first string center is also snapping to your second string quarterback and your second string center is also snapping to your first string quarterback and make sure that's happening because somebody's gonna get hurt at inopportune times 
and those usually will uh, cause you problems. Um, also, talk about penalties. You know, defense uh, always don't move on the snap count, but move on the football is always one that gets you in the first game. Go over that several times. On offense, uh, no holding, uh, no blocking in the back downfield seems to always get me. So I go over over all those. Uh, make sure your weakest player is up to speed and has got that. Uh, maybe a coach is assigned to your three lowest players and how they're getting subbed in. That always helps. Uh, the other thing is, you know, don't overcomplicate this. Give your stud the football. Uh, let him run and score a couple of touchdowns. And then, you know, you can kind of give the ball more to your other Johnny's in the backfield, but try not to spread the ball around so much that it's taking away from your stud getting all the yardage and scoring for you to win the first game. So, uh, sure, every now and then you're going to give him a break, but uh, don't try to give everybody equal amounts of the ball uh, unless you're, you know, being very competitive and ahead in the game. So that's what I'm trying to say there. The other thing before the first game, uh, make sure that uh, you've run a game simulation drill. I usually do this the last practice before the game and we'll take an hour. And the game sim drill is over at coachparker.org under the drill sections. And basically what it is, it's like we set ourselves up to play a game in the practice. All our guys are on the sidelines. We hold a coin toss. One of the coaches will be a referee. We'll go through offense and defense on air and we'll basically run plays or have the defense set up. And if they're too slow or they don't know where to go when we make a call or they've had jumped offsides on the penalties, we do penalties and we basically, you know, do a kickoff, kick return. We go through the whole thing. We've got quarters, we have a halftime. And so you're working out all these little kinks uh, before that. It helps you greatly with the risk coach and your quarterbacks and backs that have risk coaches because this is where those mistakes were gonna come out. So uh, make sure you do that. That always has worked out well for us. So the game sim drill. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Pre-game day, uh, make sure a team parent or some coaches are you know, responsible for first aid, water bottles, the water, ice, cool towels, or hand warmers. And who are the parents responsible for drink snacks and snacks? And who's responsible for that? And is all that good for the next for game day and everybody knows what they're doing and everybody uh, is going to be there and bring those things because kids get really upset when there's no snacks and drinks uh, at halftime or after the game. And it's kind of critical that we have water uh, during the game. So make sure you've got that lined up. Also on game day, uh, I will email everybody about an hour or two before the game, basically in my all team techs that includes coaches to make sure everybody remembers hey we got a game today and also if it's a morning game hey it's your wake up call hey get out of bed get your kid ready and get them over here and you definitely want to make sure your quarterback and center show up early so they can do their pre-snap kind of stuff so uh get that out uh that's what i do there the other thing i usually have the team arrive on game day about 75 minutes early 
uh, before the game to do pre-game, go through all the basic offense, defense, special team stuff, align, alignments, where everybody goes kind of thing, some basic plays and calls, get everybody kind of warmed up, review with your coaches what their responsibilities are, review anything that you've got to do. And you also want to know on game day the opposing coach's name, reps, who they are, badges, field commissioner, rep, and so forth. All of those people uh, that you'll be, uh, inter, you know, uh, communicating with to make sure you you look good and you've got everything organized. I'm really big on planning and organization, having all that wrapped up. So I've got lists and lists and stuff for I do for game day. So uh, that's there. Uh, game day, remember to have fun. I mean, you're there to have fun. The players want to have fun. Uh, this is the first game. It's not the NFL Super Bowl. Uh, I, like I said, I consider it kind of a pregame. The other thing that you got to remember, these are 10U kids or 8U kids or 9U. You know, they're, they're kids. Uh, you're not coaching to win the Super Bowl. There's no Tom Brady out there. Uh, that's that you're coaching you know they're going to make mistakes at this age uh, to be honest most would rather go to a pizza ice cream swim party than probably play in this game so just know where their priorities are and where yours kind of at and kind of laugh about that enjoy that you're probably getting to spend time with your son or daughter and it's a good day you're not at work and uh enjoy life and enjoy some football on a nice saturday uh usually so uh, i think that's a probably good 80 20 of what how and where to whatever to do before your first game uh did i leave anything out i'm probably probably sure i did somebody's probably got some other stuff if so leave me a comment hit me over at the contact sheet at copark coachparker.org uh, remember to have fun and winning is funner uh, before your first game there. And also remember coaching the football is hard. You know, it's not a very easy thing to do. It's a learned skill, takes time. You're herding cats. Parents are crazy. There's a lot of league and team politics going on. There's very good ex opposing coaches that are experienced. Uh, you might not have gotten lucky and not have all those studs on your team like that other guy does. So... You know, that's tough. And then the time commitment is also hard. So just remember it's hard. The first game, you'll get through it. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, and hopefully you got the surprise of a nice win going into your second game. Learn from your mistakes. Build on your things that you did well in and have a good time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what I got there. Hey, if you want to support me uh, or you need a new playbook or some new plays, head over to coachparker.org and hit my playbook store. I got a bunch of playbooks over there now, this whole uh, selected youth football play series with the eye, power eye, single wing, double wing, wing to T and wishbone. So there's a bunch of stuff over there for that, not just the beast and the Wildcat anymore, or the 6-2 multi-8 defense. There's also an eight-man book, a seven-on-seven, seven, and two drill books now, one for general drills and one for your offensive line. So uh, check that out if you want to support me uh, in that way. And the other way you can support me is just subscribe to the channel. That really helps out a ton. So subscribe, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Helps with the Google uh, search engines. 
uh, to move me up higher in that algorithm or over your podcast service. So please subscribe. Hope you enjoyed this podcast today at Coaching Youth Football Tips to Talk podcast. Uh, this is Coach Parker uh, signing off. And remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Ciao. See you guys next time. Thanks for joining me today.